Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do unto you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you hope to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, who is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap, for the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I'll never forget the conversation I had with my mom a long time ago. It was a sunny afternoon and we were out on our back porch. And I don't remember exactly what it was that I said to her or why I even brought it up in the first place. But what I do clearly remember is her emphatic response. We're supposed to forgive and forget, Michelle. Why are you dwelling on the past? He's not like that anymore. Forgive and forget. Maybe you said that at some point too, or may maybe you've heard it from somebody else. But I call BS. I do. We've all suffered in life, it's true, but the thought of forgetting the wrongs that I've been faced with seems offensive to me. How could forgetting help? And how is it even possible? To me, the phrase forgive and forget is more of a romanticized sentiment than actual helpful life advice. Forgive and forget might smooth things over for a bit, but it doesn't do much for healing and amending the wrongdoing. So what can this preacher say about forgiveness when she struggles herself to forgive the deep hurts of the past and often finds that she's not able to even forgive herself? The scriptures that are assigned for today are about, you guessed it, forgiveness. From the reading in Genesis, Joseph forgives his brothers, even though he's endured a lifetime of suffering because of their actions. So quick Bible sidebar refresher course here. Joseph is the one whose brothers had ridiculed him and then threw him into a pit and sold him into slavery. And then when they got home, they told their dad that he was dead. Joseph was in prison, but eventually became a trusted leader for the Pharaoh. 
And that's where we meet him today when he's back again with his brothers and he forgives them and actually finds a way to see good come out of evil. And from Psalms 37, that was paraphrased in our hymn today, do not fret when wrong succeeds, refrain from anger, turn from hate. And finally, in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus continues his Sermon on the Plain with teachings that are so countercultural, they should be shocking to us. Jesus says, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, forgive as you've been forgiven. Ugh. <laughs> That's exactly the opposite of how we operate, isn't it? We're more likely to hold grudges for small offenses, to hate those who are not kind to us, and curse out anyone who doesn't agree with our point of view. Or maybe that's just me. <laughs> but on the other hand, this reading from Luke is a dangerous text and has been misused in the past, especially in the church. It became a word preached to slaves to keep them in their place. Jesus' words have been used to actively encourage people to stay in abusive relationships and environments. We've been taught to keep silent about our pain, both personal and systemic injustices, and look the other way. Forgive and forget. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. But before I start saying what I can't or won't do, perhaps I need to say clearly what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not the same as denial. Forgiveness isn't pretending that the offense doesn't matter or that the wound doesn't hurt. Forgiveness is not a detour or a shortcut. Yes, the Christian tradition teaches us that we should forgive, but first, we are called to mourn lament and name the injustice and forgiveness is not instantaneous it's a process a long complicated often messy process but forgiveness is freedom nadia boltz weber a lutheran pastor and a public theologian shares her take on forgiveness and says if we're not careful, we can actually absorb the worst of our enemy and on some level, even start to become them. So, she says, what if forgiveness, rather than being like a pansy way of saying, it's okay, is actually a way of saying, what you did was so not okay that I refuse to be connected to it anymore. Forgiveness is about being a freedom fighter, and free people are dangerous people. Free people aren't controlled by the past. Free people laugh more than others. Free people see beauty that others do not see. Free people are not easily offended. Free people are unafraid to speak truth to stupid. Free people are not chained to resentments. Dear siblings in Christ, we are called to live in this kind of freedom. Free to love when it doesn't make any sense. Free to laugh and find joy in the present. 
free to delight in God's beauty that surrounds us even when others don't seem to see it. Free to speak out and stand up to injustices. And we are free to live in a countercultural life embraced by Jesus' radical love. To forgive does not mean we condone what was done. To forgive does not mean that we deny justice. To forgive means to refuse to let what happened destroy us and alienate us from God and from one another. It demands hard work and vigilance, but it is a way to life and to discipleship and to God. Henry Nouwen writes, Forgiveness is the name of love practiced among people who love poorly. The hard truth is that all people love poorly, and so we need to forgive and need to be forgiven every day, every hour, increasingly. Forgiveness is the great work of love among the fellowship of the weak that is the human family. We come together in community to practice love, even though we often do it poorly. We confess to God and each other the things that we've done and the things that we've left undone, that we have not loved with our whole hearts, and that we seek forgiveness and strength to live with the great extravagant love that we have received from God. And in God's great mercy, we are forgiven. This morning, we're invited to take a small piece of bread and a small sip of wine, tangible, visible signs of God's grace. And as we eat and drink, we are forgiven, set free to go and do the same great work of love among the fellowship of the weak that is the human family. And when we cannot love our enemies or love at all times, when we can't bless or pray for those who have hurt us, when we judge and condemn, Jesus calls us closer to himself and whispers in our ear, just as Joseph did to his brothers. You need not be paralyzed by your fear or guilt any longer. I was sent by God to give you life and to be the bread of life for you. Be free and know that I will never forget you. Amen.